Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from ilikehugh.com. If you can, give us a follow or subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at ilikehugh.com. Now, let's get started. Tracy Koga with something short and fun. This is a Hugh soundbite. Well, all the way from beautiful Vancouver, connected virtually, of course, but hey, that's the beauty about doing all of these Zoom calls. Uh, so good to see you, Susie. Uh, you know, Great. and I want to say welcome to Winnipeg a little bit. You know, you've been <laughs> you've been to Winnipeg before, and yes. uh, you know, and I guess under a, a different name. And you know, first of all, congratulations on the new. Coming out, our soon to come out album and uh, some amazing singles. We'll talk about Mount Royal, but you released Baby Blues. Uh, what has this year been like for you, Susie Ungerleider? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, Tracy. Um, this year, uh, it's, I feel very lucky to say that I've actually felt more connected to people in a weird way mm-hmm. because. I'm having these regular discussions with people and I can see people from all across the country. Like we're making more of an effort to actually connect. Mm -hmm. And even though I can't see people in person, I, yeah, I feel like I have got a lot of community around and I'm very lucky to be in a place where I can go outside and experience nature. And the weather has been, you know, it's mild here as opposed to winter peg. So yeah. Okay. And well, then like, I, <laughs> I feel lucky because I I did make this record, you know, mostly before the pandemic started. So I've anticipated the release of this, and then also it's been time of reflection and contemplation about you know doing this name transformation and and all this stuff. So I feel I feel good. I feel badly for people who are in much worse situations than I am. Okay, so Susie, how is this album maybe a little bit different then? Uh, because, you know, we'll talk definitely about the name change, formerly Oh Susanna, but now you're taking your own original name back. Mm-hmm. Let's, well, let me see. I think that this, it's interesting. I worked very closely with uh, singer-songwriter Jim Bryson, and he produced the record. And we made it very, very kind of, little bits at a time so I would I would have a few songs and then I'd go to Ottawa I was living in Toronto so it wasn't that difficult to get there and I would go to Ottawa for a few days and I would camp out with him in his little backyard studio and he's got all these cedar trees around it's really beautiful and we'd work just the two of us mostly together Mm -hmm. and I would play the songs and kind of watch him create this soundscape behind it and it was very intimate very personal feeling and at the end of it he was saying you know I really feel like we found your sound that it's very true to to who you are instead of trying to fit into a genre or fit into some other kind of category it's just an expression of how you 
see things. And so I guess it matched. I mean, at that time, we weren't really, you know, when I was recording, I wasn't really thinking about the name change or doing that at all. It just, it kind of emerged after the most of the record was done. But he said, you know, it really makes a lot of sense that you're going to back to your name with this record because it feels like it's much more about something coming from you rather than a genre or or a tradition. Oh, that is so interesting because I kind of see a new wave of artists, especially female artists, emerging out of this pandemic and isolation and figuring and pivoting and, and whatever other words you want to put in there, but being authentic. Mm. I don't know if that yeah. resonates with you, but it's so funny that you shared that on what this whole point in your life is is moving towards and uh, you know it's like and I you know it's I, I think a lot to do with social media and everything like that but I think females especially are being able to have a voice and not be afraid um, mm, yeah being vulnerable and being able to just go this is this is me or this is instead of you know that's what i think with oh susanna it was a it was a nice shield in a way or a big a cloak that i could put on and and so i decided to take it off i mean it was it was interesting i think it was kind of a gradual thing psychologically and i wasn't really conscious of it but i think over the last few years i've been kind of feeling a little disconnected from that persona that I had taken on, you know, I d decided to use it like 25 years ago. <laughs> so it was, you know, something that when you're younger, sometimes you decide to do things and they make sense at the time. And then as you get older, you're like, well, maybe I need to go back to who I was or what that means. And also, well, I was going to ask then too, um, you do this change or this you know transformation when you get back into live performance will we see a new Susie or you know are there going to be people that are wanting oh Susanna back I, I, I'm, I'm kind of wondering about that because I mean coming back for an artist no matter what connecting with an audience is so important yeah, it was interesting. Somebody even asked me, are you going to perform your old songs? And I was like, of course I am. Because, <laughs> you know, they're still my songs. And I've never really hidden the fact that my name is Susie Ungerleiter. It's like, it's something that I've always kind of had side by side or, or just behind the, the curtain kind of thing. And it's interesting. I don't know if I'm going to consciously be aware of doing anything different. Mm -hmm maybe it will create some kind of difference maybe in my f attitude about something or in the kind of stories I tell or but I think I've you know doing music over a long time I've always tried to tell stories and sometimes tell other people's stories as if they were my own and I think that as time went on I was being more honest about what my stories were and so maybe that is what will emerge now oh it's, it's all exciting i think too and especially in in these times where uh you know we're all trying to find i guess our our lane right because everything mm -hmm. the world has changed and you know who knows what 
live performances and concerts are going to look like or whether we're all going to be there enjoying it but wearing masks, which probably, but I mean, again, that's going to be different too. Uh, for yourself on this new album, what songs really resonate for you? Mm, I, I, I don't know. It's, I think that they all have, they're like all little pictures and little movies and but it's interesting because the one um matt royal is sort of like this sequel to the last collection of songs i did was about growing up in vancouver and being a teenager and the album ends in my mind the album ends when it's like you're 17 and you got to leave town which is what you know, when I was 17, I was like, I can't wait to get out of here and see this little backwater in the rearview mirror. <laughs> and so, you know, move on to something bigger and better. And, you know, everyone kind of, I mean, a lot of people I knew really felt this way about, you know, their, their little town. They wanted to see other places. And um, so this, the album ends, the last album ends, kind of this feeling of like, you're going to go off to school, go off to college and, and look, Vancouver's there, but you're going to leave it for now. And so the Mount Royal is sort of the next uh, song in the, in, it's sort of a sequel because it's about going off to college in Montreal and feeling out of place and being like, oh my God, I'm actually super homesick now. <laughs> And true? Yes. who am I and why am I here? I don't understand this place. But then also the beauty of being in a place where you don't understand it and you don't, you know, literally the language makes no sense, but also the whole, <laughs> all the baggage of, of that place and just discovering something. Uh, well, and that probably brings back, well, obviously it does. You wrote the song about it, but it must bring back memories though, right? And, and then you kind of look back and then you look forward to where you are now and you know is there anything that you would have done different now that you know so mm. much <laughs> I don't know it's so hard to say something like that because it's like I you know I do live it's it, I look, think about this all the time you know what choices did I make and what happened after because of the choices I made and should I have should I have done something different mm -hmm. but I think the thing was that I don't know if I could have made any other choice or, or that choice that I made at the time made sense. If I were who I am now, would I have made the same choice? Probably not some of the choices. I'm hoping I wouldn't because I feel like a, <laughs> I'm wiser. But uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of like you just have to accept like, okay. I did that. Maybe it wasn't the best idea, but I did learn a whole bunch <laughs> through this maybe weird choice that I made. Yeah. Well, I guess that is for another album to come. That's right. <laughs> oh, well, you're you are going to leave us though with a good song. So, uh, what are you going to play? And uh, I'm going to Yeah, I'm going to play you guys Mount Royal since I've been talking about it. And I love are your you dog ready? by the way. I know she's pretty <laughs> She's very adorable, and she can't keep away from interrupting my Zoom calls. Whenever I'm on a Zoom call, she's like, can I go outside? And I can't, I'm stuck. But um, can you guys hear the guitar? Yes, it sounds beautiful, Susie. Okay, good. All right, here goes. It's Munch it's, imagine you're in Montreal in the late 80s. 
wandering the streets and feeling a little nostalgic and, and homesick. Sang among the rain 
Listening. This has been a production of iLikeQ.com. Podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company. It's said that the more time you have to invest, the greater the return. Well, guess what? Kids have the most time if we learn to invest early. That's why I created the Cash Kid Podcast, where I teach kids and some adults financial skills they need to know on how to earn, save, and invest their money. Join me on this journey as we interview experts and explore topics that allow you to grow your money as kids. Just remember, anyone can be a cash kid. You just have to learn how to become one. Get ready to grow your financial knowledge and your wallet with the Cash Kid Podcast. That's right. Find us at thecashkidpodcast.com or listen in on places like Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or YouTube. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.